Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Holster. Folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, everybody, put on your chef's hat. We're going to talk a little bit about cooking and role playing. Talk about that after this. All right. Uh, I was once again inspired by another YouTube video. This from Professor Dungeon Master talking about his worst D and D session he ever did, and basically it was a treatise, not really on railroading, but you know. It has to do with railroading. I'm not going to say it's railroading, but it's railroading. But what I want to say to to avoid, it's it's just a mindset, okay? He talks about um, Extreme Dungeon Master and the Alexandrian talking about like um, a closed loop or an open loop where what the thing with railroading is you expect them to go from scene A to scene B to scene C right down the line. And players don't do that, nor would I want the players to do that. In fact, you know, railroading is not fun for the GM either. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, there are people who get their rocks off, you know, leading, leading players hither and yon, and not giving them any choice. And to me, that's just an ego trip. And ego trips, to me, uh, they're never fun, whether on the player end or the GM end. Because, you know, if you do this and you have a group that actually lets you do this, after about the second or third time, you get bored too. In fact, yeah, it might even take as long, you know, the first time. I've, I've seen... I've seen really disastrous games that I've been a part of that just like was totally, totally off the rail. Well, on the rails, but off the rails too. Like that one I told you about with the guy the first time he ran something, he, he said he didn't have anything planned. Well, you got to plan something, but that's that's another case. But he mainly tried to get us to do what you're going to, you can't, here's the thing. You can't adapt something and expect it to go like the adaption. Let me put it that way. That's another subject for another episode, but I just wanted to put that out there because this is back basically what he did. And he did it by trying to railroad us. And that didn't work because we got people that wanted, we got people in the group who want to do their own thing. And in fact, my friend, Matt, who was playing in the game, would deliberately do stuff that he didn't, that the GM was not planning on us doing just because, and not, and it's not, and this was like, yes, I'll do it just because, but this is just because with a purpose, he was trying to, this was his, like his first GMing and he was trying to show him, look, this is going to happen. You've got to be able to deal with it. And they he he couldn't really deal with it. And in fact, one point I asked him permission to take over his game for about 10 minutes. And he let me. Because Matt gave him a problem he could not figure out. And I just I'm I'm just, you know saying that's just, that's an experience talking. That's, you know, that's, it's okay. You need experience. But the point is 
Matt was trying to make a point. And it's like, all right, Matt, you made your point. Let me show. And I said, can I take a, can I GM for about 10 minutes? I know what you're doing here. You GM for about 10 minutes. I saw the situation. And I said, let me take over behind the screen for about 10 minutes. Just, you know, chill for a minute. And I'll show you how to get out of this. And I got him out of this by thinking outside the box, which is what GMs are supposed to do. That's part of the deal. That's part of the job is taking what the players give you and turning it around and see what happens, what the result is, not what you're going to do about it, what the world is going to do about it. And I forget this situation where basically they, um, <clears throat> the, uh, he wanted to, they, the, the GM wanted him to go on this quest and they wanted to st- <laughs> they wanted to start a whorehouse. Okay, fine. And the the kid was totally like, huh? What? Uh, but yeah, but, uh, but, and I looked at him and go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Would May I take over? May I GM for 10 minutes? And I want you to watch this. He said, okay. This is not something I usually do, nor do I want to do it. But I had to do something, one, to keep the game going and show him two how they deal with things like that. All right. I said, okay, because they were talking to the sheriff of the town, da, 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 da. And I said, okay, if you do this, I will let you, I will look the other way in the town and let you set up a body house outside the town. And they said, okay. And we role played it. And then I just turned to him and I just gestured over it. All right. It's all yours again. And he learned. I'm hoping, well, it looked like he learned how this is how this is what you gotta do. He based this on the Legend of Zelda, the original Legend of Zelda. And going in, I kind of knew that, you know, something's gonna happen. You know, this this is this, this will not, let me put it this way, this will not end well for him. At the time he was using Savage Worlds. In the later sessions, he changed it to fifth edition, which is fine. But there was one point. There was one point. I was glad he had Savage Worlds because I had an advantage that I played because he because the characters did something that would have stopped the session cold, and I played my advantage and it kept going. But anyway, that, I'm not trying to brag on me. I'm just trying to show you. You know, you can't railroad. That's what I'm basically saying. You. You know, it's that kind of thing. So here's my mindset. Now, people who have listened to this channel before, listened to this podcast before, know I like not knowing what's going on. Planning, prepping to a certain point. And then it's like, characters, take it away. You know, because Professor Dungeon Master is right. The players and the dice rule the story. The GM sets up the story, sets up the conflicts, but you do not resolve the conflicts. Do not resolve it for for them. You can figure out maybe this will happen if this happens or that happens. It's all spent. Remember, GM's job is 75 to 80% speculation. Speculation on what the characters are going to do. So you just got to keep that in mind. Think of it this way. Think of it finally getting to my point. You like that? Think of it this way. I 
occasionally like to cook. I like to make stuff that I made before. I like my comfort food, as anybody else does, I'm sure. But I like a new recipe every once in a while. I get them off, you know, YouTube or the internet or whatever. And, you know, I've got a whole big bunch of recipes. But there are like three or three or four things that I like to make consistently, you know, just for comfort food's sake. Some of it is made, you know, by the store. But most of it is like, like, I like to make pasta. I like a certain type of pasta and sauce. And every time I make it, I never know how it's going to turn out. I'm not going to say I never know, but I'm going to do the same thing I did last time and hope it turns out as good as last time. Because sometimes, like last time I made pasta, I I nailed it. I mean, it was on point. It tasted great. But there were times when I made stuff where something was off and I can't figure out why, you know. And think of think of role playing like that. You got all the ingredients. It's just that how you put it together, it makes a difference. And when you have open encounters like that, you've got to be you let the, the players go. And then you hope the dish turns out real good. And nine times out of ten, it does, because you're you're basically you're letting go. You are letting go, going, okay, what are they going to do? And then you get to clean up afterwards. I mean, I got to clean up my dishes afterwards. So you get, you get to clean up afterwards. You know, the world reacts. You don't react, the world reacts. People, NPCs react. So I think you're getting what I'm saying here. The, it's, the recipe depends on the cook, the chef. And you are the chef behind that screen. Behind that screen, you are the guy putting the ingredients together. They are giving you stuff, ingredients. You put it together and see what the world does. See what the NPCs do. And then they react. They give you more stuff back and forth. Like Another thing is like it's a tennis match. Back and forth. The balls back and forth type of thing. But I think you get the whole point of what I'm trying to say here. To not railroad, think of it as a recipe. Think of it as you're the chef. This is your recipe. They got they have they are the ingredients. They have the ingredients. You have a few more of your own called NPCs. You may have an idea where this you want the story to go, and you give them choices to let them go and see if the story goes that way. And let me tell you, whether it goes that way or not, as far as I'm concerned, you're still gonna have a hell of a good time. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me or and about, you know, talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop a voicemail at Spotify for podcasters. Okay, we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And if you uh, want to give me a single donation, my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people. They give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sarez, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasters, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast does a good job. So does Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep Podcast. He's also on YouTube. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast. John Allen, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, who is also on YouTube. And my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs> <laughs>